Today we're going to talk about the meaning of life, words, words that we speak, words that we think, things that we say, and things that the actions that we take according to the words that we hear, how we feel when somebody speaks words, what do we do after they speak those words, and how do we accept that those words have become a part of our language so that we start to create resentment, guilt, we start to doubt ourselves, we lose confidence. We believe the story that they have told us that we are ugly, that we're not smart, that we're not capable, we're not allowed, we're not lovable. These are agreements that we make with ourselves, and we're going to talk about this in the next podcast because it's a very, very important part of the meaning to life. You're listening to Holly Hall. You can get a hold of me at www.askhollyhall.com or Ask Holly Hall on Facebook. I'm a master astrologer. I have a philosophy and a psychology background education. I'm also a life coach. I do past life regression therapy with my clients. And I also use a bit of NLP. I've got psychic intuition. Throughout the years the decades of me doing readings. I've been on search for the meaning of life. I've been in the search of the meaning for life since I was a kid. I never quite understood why people acted differently from each other when they were raised in the same environment, the same school, the same teachers, same parents, same siblings, even twins. And so in this quest for the meaning of life, as I have done thousands of sessions with people, I now have looked at probably about a dozen sectors of the meaning of life. And one of them is words. The words that we speak, which is the third quadrant in the circle of an astrological chart. Why do we say those things that we say to ourselves? Why do we doubt ourselves? Words are extremely powerful. And when you take a look at it, the reason I say this is the meaning of life is because we are the only species, as far as we know, that has a language that they, we speak from our mouths with specific words that put specific images in our head. The interesting thing about language and the neurolinguistic side of life is that not only what I say to you matters, but how I perceive what you say matters. The biggest problem in life that I can 100% say is accurate is miscommunication. It's huge. We talk about being impeccable with your word, which is from the four agreements, and to avoid using words against yourself, but also to avoid gossip. Now, gossip is an old age word. Gossip takes on tenfold of meaning now. Why do I say that? Because we all gossip hideously, constantly, more than we did a hundred years ago, more than we did a thousand years ago. I'd say it's even hundredfold. And what do I mean by this? 
When you're on Facebook and you're pretending to be the happiest person in the world, you only share your happiness, your smiles while you're out with the husband that you're really having problems with, the glee that you're having with your children as the perfect family, when you know behind closed doors you're suffering with the angst and the confusion and the frustration of your child's anxiety. We don't put this on Facebook. We don't want this on Facebook. There are people who do. There are people, and you see all their woes, one issue after the other. It seems to be one extreme to the next, doesn't it? And so in a way, this is misinformation. And so how I take that information, now that's, I own that. If I'm having a bad day, I'm having difficulty with my, my husband or my family or my children, and I see beautiful story after beautiful story that makes me feel less than? How come I'm not happy like they are? How come I can't get images with my children smiling? They seem so happy. It seems so perfect. Am I the only one who's unhappy? And so I bought into that story. I bought into their story. It's not even mine, but I accepted it as mine. And if you look at one of my podcasts, go back and you'll see Are you living somebody else's story? That's exactly what I'm talking about here. But then it takes on another level. It's on Instagram. It's on Snapchat. It's on Twitter. It's on uh, magazines and the news and television shows. And the list goes on and on. We read about health issues and we look on YouTube and we're getting all of these flashes of images saying, You've got leaky gut. You've got a problem with your liver. Do you have headaches? You need to eat gluten-free. You need to get more iron. You should eat meat. You shouldn't eat meat. You should be vegan. You should be vegetarian. (laughs) The list goes on. Some of this information is misinformation. One of my pet peeves is when I see something shared on Facebook. And it's you see it constantly. It's the same post over and over again. One of them that was quite famous was a picture of a a man who looked like derelict and a picture of a little baby with bruises on her face. And it was saying, looking for this man, he abused his child and took off from the court system in the UK. This thing has been circulating for six or seven years. I, I thought there's something wrong with this. And there's just nasty comments after nasty comments, like it's insane. I did a lot of research on this and none of it was proven. I feel sorry for whoever those two pictures are of, if it's not true. The one with the gorilla and the baby going into the pit where the gorilla was and all the nastiness that was said around that mother. When you dig deep into the story, that could have happened to any of us. right? So this is that type of gossip. When you look at the magazines now that are out there and they're proclaiming that they know this and they know that and this is right and that is right, it's fear-mongering. It's classic entertainment in the news industry right now, and it feeds the pharmaceutical and the self-help industry and the alternative health industry as well. They're all nasty buggers to an extent. And so it creates confusion with us. It creates a self-doubt. Maybe I haven't slept because I've read this on the, on the news. Maybe I've got health issues because I read this in a book. And so we don't even know where to go anymore. We don't even know what to think. So how... Hard is it for us to be impeccable with our word right now? If you're passing on information, if you're sharing those posts and they're not true, they're not correct, 
They're not fully investigated. They're just headliners. And then you read the article and there's nothing like that in the article at all. You have just been peccable with your word. You have misused information. And then if I accept that and that becomes my story, then I am being impeccable with myself. I am being in sin with myself. The word peccable means sin. Impeccable means without sin. I like to coin a phrase with the word sin as self in negativity. So we don't have to go into the biblical terms. Self in negativity. And yet, how exhausting is it to constantly research everything? But if you want to stay away from guilt, and you want to stay away from self-doubt, and you want to stay away from resentment, practice impeccable with your word. Practice being authentic with your word. And so just like you would, if you were to choose something to eat, in, in a restaurant or the grocery store. You're going to take a look at the apples, you're going to take a look at the oranges, and you're going to say, hmm, oh, this got a bruise, this got a, this is kind of squished, this one's got a cut in it. I don't, I don't want to purchase that. I don't want to put that into my body. If you take it a step further, you may go, I'm not buying non-organic. I don't want those pesticides in my body, so I'm going out of my way to buy organic food or organic frozen food. Okay, so you're being careful with what you digest. So why not be just as careful with what you digest into your mind? And not only the words that you're saying to yourself, but the words that you're accepting that you hear from other people. Look at it first. Is it bruised? Is it tainted? Are there scratches on it? Is it pesticide-laden? Is it nasty? You say, I don't accept this. And so it's difficult. This is the, probably one of the most difficult meaning of life. And then double check everything. Get everything from the horse's mouth. If you hear of a story from your brother-in-law and you 100% trust him, he's honest, he's caring, he's, he's not one to spread gossip. But what if he innocently just heard the story wrong? He filtered it through his filtering system in the way that he sees and views and feels and takes in information. So if he's talking about your sister, then you want to go to your sister and say, I hear that you're concerned about something. What's going on? Don't feed her any information either. Open the door. Let her words come out without her getting upset about what somebody else said and hear it through your own filter. And then what you do is you react back to her. So I understand that you're suffering because you're confused about the anxiety and the ADA diagnosis that you got from your doctor. I'm really sorry to hear that. And she might say, no, it, it wasn't ADAD, it's ADHD. And it was a holistic practitioner but thank you. And see, now you got the whole story. The first thing we learn in psychology is to reiterate back 
what we heard. So letting the person know what you heard and allowing them to restructure the story again and to reconstruct it and repeat themselves until you no longer have to repeat back to them what you understand. Most of us don't do this. Most of us don't have time for it. (laughs) You can do it in your own mind, which is great. Now, the other cure, which will be my next podcast, is just detachment from the story. The story doesn't mean anything to you. There's no reason for it to mean anything to you. There's a clear, concise, pure understanding. And we'll talk about that in the next story. So let's try in the next podcast. So let's try for a little while to talk and speak and hear and repeat what you've heard. Try it for one day. It's not as easy as it sounds. The more that you practice this, the more that you second guess that possibly you will have less guilt and less resentment. Why not give it a try? I'll give you one last secret. Knowing what your filters are, how you receive information, and how you give out that information and how it may be received by others. What is your language? What is your lingo? What is your linguistics? How do you speak? How do you receive information? Are you kinesthetic? Are you feeling? Are you hearing? Are you seeing? There's all different ways that we communicate. And the secret is locked inside of your birth chart. The first breath that you took when you were born, you soaked in all of this universal energy and it helped shape and create who you are. Of course, you were like this before you were born. That's my take. And so that was created. And so you have your own authentic, unique way. And the more that you know that about yourself, the clearer you are in understanding what that is about yourself and that it's absolutely okay to be all of those levels. I'll give you an example. Someone who's got a lot of Virgo in their chart are problem solvers. They're analytical, they're critical, they can critique things. So they can break it down and figure out in detail what the problem is until they find an answer. So they make great problem solvers. But sometimes this doesn't fit in other parts of our lives. When you're looking at your body and you think you're too fat, when you're exercising often but it's not enough, when you're looking at your your facial features and you see that one little bump, when you're looking at someone else that you care about and that you love and you see way too much detail than you would like. And so often we want to say to that personality trait of ours, get out. This is none of your business. This is not where you belong. You belong in the workplace when I'm problem solving (laughs) or you belong in the home when I'm trying to help my child with their homework. This is what I love about what I do. I can help you find that in a one-hour session. I can work on it through coaching so that you can realize your blocks and look at the timelines and discover and manifest and create and let go of hurt and pain. May the stars be with you and may all your dreams come true.